there fantasy owners welcome to LTC fantasy not sure if you're chiming in via YouTube or via podcast but appreciate the listener watch nonetheless there we'll continue to hopefully get you prepped for your upcoming drafts as we continue our team previews we're going to look at the Los Angeles Kings today we're going to look at their goalies defensemen and forwards their depth chart based on dailyfaceoff.com really do find them the most accurate especially during the regular season and uh yeah hopefully this helps you out in your upcoming drafts there so we'll get right into her and look at the goaltending tandem in LA same as last year Jonathan Quick and Cal Peterson Quick, he's up to 36 years old, but he really bounced back last year after having two or three really horrible seasons there. Got into 46 games played. He was 23-13-9. He had two shutouts, a 2.59 goals against average and 9-10 save percentage. Realistically, his play helped get LA into the playoffs there. Is he going to do it again this year? Hard to say. He did have a good season last year, and he had real good success early, mid-career, but then he did have a couple bad seasons, so it's kind of hard to gauge. And they did sign Peterson to that big contract last summer. Didn't really pan out for him, so we'll see. I do see it being a tandem again, at least to start out. Kel Peterson, 27 years old. He got into 37 games played. He was 20-14-2, so... Decent record, over 500, three shutouts, 2.89 goals against average, but only an 895 save percentage. You really wanted that to be higher, especially for the money they're paying him. But he is a goalie of the future because Quick is probably going to retire after this season here. Which one's fantasy relevant? Realistically, I'm probably leaving both alone unless it's later on in the draft and I only got two goalies and I need to pick one of them otherwise I'm leaving them alone and hopefully one of them is available on a streaming basis for you if you do play that rotating goalie kind of strategy there moving on to forwards the top pairing should be Mikey Anderson and a healthy Drew Doughty hopefully there Mikey Anderson he's on the top PK unit 23 years old got into 57 games played last year two goals six assists or eight points realistically you're going to leave him alone just based on that he did throw 133 hits and had 69 blocks which were nice totals but realistically you could find better options out there and he had 58 shots on goal Dowdy on the other hand he should be on the top power play unit top PK 32 years old and yes he's still fantasy relevant is he a top five defenseman as he was most of his career no but you're definitely going to get some value out of him nonetheless. He only got into 39 games last year before he got hurt. He had 7 goals, 24 assists for 31 points. So realistically, he's probably pretty close to a 55-point defenseman, pushing 60 possibly over the course of a season, which is really nice value. 13 power play points, 60 hits, 53 blocks, and 99 shots on goal. Second pairing should be Tobias Bjornfoot and Matt Roy. Now Bjornfoot, he should be on the second PK, really young, 21 years old. So as a 20-year-old, he got into 70 games. He had no goals, 8 assists for 8 points, 61 hits, 58 blocks, 53 shots on goal. 
just because of how young he is, I'd see how he develops, but you're going to leave him alone in any of your drafts. If somebody does take him, thank him because he left somebody better on the board there for you. But he is a young defenseman there, just probably projects to be more on the defensive side than the offensive side for you. Matt Roy, he should also be on the second PK unit. He's 27 years old, got into 67 games last year. He had two goals, nine assists for 21 points. So not bad production, but not great. You're more than likely going to leave him alone. Uh, two power play points. Did have 124 hits and 103 blocks and 153 shots on goal. So not bad secondary stats. But realistically, outside of a banger league, you're probably leaving him alone. Third pairing will be Alexander Edler and Sean Dursey. Now, Edler, he's 36 years old now, so he's definitely getting up there. Definitely not the fantasy guy that he was a while ago. But 41 games played, he had 3 goals, 16 assists for 19 points, so almost half point per game. So he's definitely worth streaming on light nights. 56 hits, 70 blocks, and 54 shots on goal. Sean Dursey, uh, he'll be on the second power play unit, only 23 years old. After LA's decimation of their blue line, he got called up and played quite well. Should be a full-time player this year. 64 games played, he had 3 goals, 24 assists for 27 points. So you'd like to see a bit more production, but he will be getting some power play time there. And probably tired because he really got, he played a ton of minutes last year and now he'll be getting the ice time. Probably he's never played that much before at that kind of intensity. Am I drafting him? No, but somebody to keep an eye on nonetheless. He had 15 points on the power play, 74 hits, 121 blocks, and 119 shots on goal. Move along to the forwards. Top line will be Adrian Kempe, Anze Kopitar, and Kevin Fiala. Now, Kempe really came on last year. He should be on the top power play unit, second penalty kill unit. He's 25 years old, 78 games played. He had 35 goals, so really nice goal total. But with goal totals, tend to see less assists, obviously. 19 assists, 54 points. And with goal scores, you find that they're streaky. They're either really good or not so good. So if you can weather the storm based on the depth of your roster, definitely worth taking. 16 power play points, 111 hits, 28 blocks, 247 shots on goal. His uh, centerman, Anze Kopitar, is should be on the top power play and top PK unit. He's 34 years old now. Last year, 81 games played. He had 19 goals, 48 assists for 67 points. So really nice point total for a 33-year-old there. He had 22 power play points, 72 hits, 71 blocks, and 210 shots on goal. Of course, as he's getting older, his fantasy relevance is dropping, but he's definitely still fantasy relevant. Don't be afraid to take him in a later round because you will get some value out of him. Kevin Fiala, he should be on the top power play unit. He's 26 years old. He had a really good season playing on the second line in Minnesota. Now he's going to get top line ice time. He had 82 games played, 33 goals, 52 assists for 85 points. So just over a point per game. 17 power play points, 52 hits. 
21 blocks, so not going to wow you in the block department, but 262 shots on goal there. Their second line in LA will be Trevor Moore, Trevor Moore Philip Daniel, and Victor Arvidsson. Now, Moore, he's 27 years old. Last year, he got into 81 games played. He had 17 goals, 31 assists for 48 points. So, pretty nice production for the style of game he plays. Two power play points, 69 hits, 32 blocks, and 202 shots on goal. Philip Daniel, he should be on the second power play unit and second PK unit. 29 years old, had a pretty nice season in LA, played some really consistent minutes for him. He played 79 games, he had 27 goals, 24 assists for 51 points. So really nice point total there, especially for a later round draft pick. Uh, four power play points, 74 hits, 49 blocks, and 194 shots on goal. Victor Arvidsson, he should be on the second power play unit. He's 29 years old, had a little bit of an injury and up and down season the first year in LA, but overall was fairly decent. 66 games played, so he missed 16 games. Still put up 20 goals, 29 assists for 49 points, so he's probably right around that 60 point mark. 55 to 60 anyways in there over a full season. 8 power play points, 23 hits, 45 blocks, and 227 shots on goal. Their third line will be Alex Iafallo, Blake Lazodi, and Arthur Kel Kaliev. Anyways, Alex Iafallo, he should be on the top power play and top penalty kill unit, so he'll definitely get some nice increased ice time for your normal third liner. He's 29 years old. Last year, 79 games played. He had 17 goals, 20 assists for 37 points. It's that inconsistency that he had that probably slotted him down there, but he will get that increased time. For me, I'm not drafting him, but it might be somebody in some leagues this year that he doesn't even get drafted and you can stream him on light nights. He had six power play points. He had 48 hits, 53 blocks, and 215 shots on goal. Now, Blake Lazotte, he's 24 years old, got into 70 games last year, had 10 goals, 14 assists for 24 points, 74 hits, 12 blocks, and 91 shots on goal. Realistically, leave him alone. And uh, last one, Arthur Kaliev, he should be on the second power play unit, only 21 years old, last year had 80 games played, he had 14 goals, 20, 13 assists for 27 points. So not very good production. With how young he is and what his upside is, I do see him on when there's injuries to the top six, him moving up. I do see him increasing his offensive production. Is it enough to draft him? For me, no. But it's somebody to keep an eye on there. He had nine points on the power play. 31 hits, 12 blocks, and 194 shots on goal. Their fourth line is Gabriel Velarde, Quinton Byfield, and Rasmus Kuperi. Really young line here. Velarde, he should be on the second power play unit. He's only 22 years old. Last year got into 25 games, 5 goals, 2 assists for 7 points. Second, uh, 2 power play points, 6 hits, 9 blocks, and 41 shots on goal. Realistically, you're leaving him alone, but with how young he is and the upside, potential that 
might be worth streaming, but let that play out before you jump on him, so to speak. Quinton Byfield, he's 19 years old, played as an 18-year-old last year. Obviously, top three pick, well, third overall pick from two years ago. There's definitely talent there, but I wouldn't rush to get him, especially if he's playing fourth line to start the season. 40 games played, he had five goals, five assists for 10 points. One on the power play, had 20 hits, 11 blocks, and 39 shots on goal. And the last one is Rasmus Kupari. He's only 22 years old, tied with the oldest guy on the line there. Last year got into 57 games played. He had five goals, eight assists for 13 points. Three of them on the power play. 68 hits, 17 blocks, and 51 shots on goal. Realistically, you're leaving all these guys alone, but with how young they are, see how they do do before engage. They might be worth picking up if they start to move up the depth chart, but wait until that happens before you take any chances on them. Really do hope you enjoyed today's episode. We'll be out in a few days with another one. If you're watching via YouTube, don't forget to hit like, hit subscribe, and remember that notification bell. And if you're listening via podcast, hit that heart, hit follow, depending on what platform you're on, so you don't miss out on future episodes. Because after these ones are done, we're going to be coming out with our top forwards, top goalies, top defensemen. We're going to get into some sleepers. And we'll do some draft strategy episodes before we get into our normal three episodes a week to help you secure those fantasy wins. Good luck in your upcoming fantasy drafts or fantasy owners, and we'll talk to you in a bit.